Welcome to the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am your host and coach, Kelly Kristen, and my mission is to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. If you are wanting to experience more joy, pleasure, deeper connection to your femininity, sensuality, and spirituality, you are in the right place. This podcast will give you the tools and guidance you need to transform yourself and life from the inside out. I am so happy to have you here. Now, get ready to unleash. Hello, my gorgeous, beautiful beings, creatrix, women of the world. I'm so happy that you decided to press play today. I'm so happy to have you here with me. And I'm so, so excited for the conversation that you are about to listen to, the conversation that's about to go down. I have to tell you that this guest um, who's on today, Dr. Valerie Rain, she is a psychologist, mental health and business expert, woman's mental health expert, and she helps people um, really achieve their best mental health without therapy. And she uncovers hidden intergenerational collective personal traumas that hold hostage people's best works, relationship, and well-being. And she actually came up with this um, term called patriarchy stress disorder, which is the invisible inner barrier to women's happiness and fulfillment. She wrote a book on it, um, which will be out really, really soon. And really, it's such an interesting conversation because as you guys know, if you've been on this journey with me, it's been a bit of a discovery for myself that, um, gosh, maybe the things that are happening to women and what's really holding women back isn't necessarily what we think it is and why personal development isn't really working is because there's a lot of emotional root traumas, different things going on in the collective, generationally that's going on. And it was really cool the way that I found Dr. Valerie and how her work really coincides a lot with mine. And we just have a super beautiful conversation, really getting in depth on how to um, change it, how to get get off like the go, go, go wagon and into a life that better suits you and serves you so that you can actually be the woman that you want to be, which is what is what we're all here for, right? Right. Okay. So I'm so excited. So I'm going to shut up now so you can hear the conversation. Okay, everybody, welcome back. I am so excited to be sitting here with Dr. Valerie Rain. We have such an amazing conversation for you today that's about to go down. And um, Dr. Valerie, I would love for you to just introduce the audience, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and what we're really going to be getting into today. Sure, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Thank you, our listeners, for sharing your time with us. And uh, what we're about to jump into is the conversation about those invisible things that get in the way of women's ultimate success and happiness, happiness and fulfillment and playing big and all the things that we are told we're supposed to be doing in the world right now. Mm. And lean in, play big. And, And we work really, really hard on that. And we really work 
internally also we're saying affirmations we're doing the inner work and yet we experience those internal barriers i know that because well i've been a psychologist for many years i've had a lot of intimate conversations with women um, but also on my own journey my life was was perfect from the outside looking in I had two graduate degrees in psychology. I had a thriving private practice in New York. I married a good guy, had a wonderful daughter, had a pretty house in the suburbs. And um, that was <laughs> going uh, really, really well until one day I ended up in the ER mm. uh, with symptoms of a stroke. Wow. Yeah. And so that that's what began this journey of understanding things a little bit differently looking outside the box at those invisible barriers uh thankfully it was not a stroke it was quote unquote just stress mm. and that began uh the journey of unpacking well first of all i didn't know i was stressed i didn't know i was stressed i thought i was living my life being happy but the truth was that i was addicted to my work i was a workaholic Mm -hmm. I was addicted to that feeling of being on the go all the time, as um, a lot of high-achieving women can relate to that. Yes. And what was hiding underneath that were feelings of um, that I, I just needed to achieve and check off the boxes in order to feel good enough. And that, of course, is a moving target that puts women in this hamster wheel. So my discovery of what was really driving that hamster wheel of dissatisfaction and trying to achieve had to do with intergenerational trauma of oppression. Really looking at, oh my gosh, uh, where is the stress coming from? Well, uh, we live in the patriarchy. It's mm -hmm. never been safe for a woman to exist, let alone be successful. And right. what we don't realize when we play the game full out, we put ourselves out there, we achieve success, is that it signals to our nervous system, unsafe, 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 every moment of every day. And unless we do something about it, we burn out, our relationships suffer, we develop all sorts of, sometimes our health takes, um, uh, takes a hit. And um, I gave a name to this condition. I call it patriarchy stress disorder, mm -hmm. or PSD for short. And this became really the, the mission, the work of my life. I, I, uh, as of right now, I wrote a book about it. And I work with individual women. I work with companies and businesses who are interested in really uh, creating a different model of success and happiness in the world. Yeah. Wow. I love this so much. And I, and I find it very interesting that you sort of gave this a name and that's really what drew me to you was mm. like, you know, these are things that I had known to be true and working with a lot of high achieving women mm -hmm. that I had seen, like we have this idea of success that's really all masculine driven, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, we have to put ourselves in this masculine box in order to get into the patriarchal world's definition of success. But how does that actually fit in with being a woman? So yeah. in your life, it basically manifested as a stroke, which, you know, the medical community will just be like, oh, it's just stress, no big deal. What do you think about that was like really your wake up call for you to start working through some of this? Mm. Yeah, great question. <laughs> A couple of things. First, 
I spent a day in the ER, which was, I was not parenting at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not seeing my clients at that time. I was not uh, attending to my household at that time. That was the longest I've had of uninterrupted time (laughs) (laughs) to actually uh, feel and think for myself (laughs) what I started. Yeah. And so I used this time for some introspection and asking myself the uh, interesting questions like how come and how come I was um, not even aware that I was stressed and how come And what that stress was masking, I was realizing that I wasn't truly happy and fulfilled. And that was a very scary realization. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of high achieving women, we we get addicted to work, we get addicted to that next best thing in the inner work or outer work. It's very uncomfortable to face the facts that something's missing, something's not okay, I don't feel okay about myself super uncomfortable. And then I was looking at, oh my gosh, my clients are making great shifts in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I am stuck. And I'm stuck and I've been stuck for a long time. What am I doing with them that I'm not doing for myself? Right. And then I realized that with all of my clients, I was using tools, mind, body, spirit tools for trauma resolution. Even with those who did not have any or didn't think they had any trauma, but I saw symptoms of trauma in every woman I've ever encountered. Um, Men have that too, not excluding men. I specialize in women. I work with men as well, especially when women bring them um, as their partners to also um, do their work so they can have greater communication, relationships, intimacy, sex, closeness, Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. But basically recognizing that we were all born with this trauma in our DNA. Nobody escapes that. Plus, we add whatever current life trauma we experience. The world is a pokey place. We've all had experiences that made us feel unsafe here or there. Right. Oh, and I love that you say that because I consider, um, you know, and we talk about this a lot where it's like trauma is not what you, you know, necessarily conjure up in your mind when you hear the word trauma. It's not Mm -hmm. physically assaulted or, or something like that. It's really just any time that you felt psychologically or emotionally unsafe. So when you're dealing with this in your clients, like what are some of the things that they are presenting with that you were like, okay, this is actually trauma and they had no idea that it was trauma? Mm-hmm. First one we'll look at, so I come from the mental health background, which is very um, valuable in, in terms of, okay, so I've studied the, uh, the full spectrum of what's considered mental health issues. And underlying every one of them, anxiety, depression, um, addiction, mm-hmm. um, issues in relationships, any kind of what they call adjustment disorder, just really d- discontent. Um, if we follow the breadcrumbs backwards from each one of these expressions, we can we can find trauma underlying that. And why, why I say that is because trauma, well, yes, as you said, any experience that makes you feel un- unsafe emotionally, psychologically, physically, sexually, and creates an adaptation, your system creates an adaptation. And those adaptations, if the trauma is not resolved, 
over time become symptoms. Anxiety is a trauma adaptation. It starts out as trauma adaptation because the nervous system goes into overdrive and goes right. run, hide, act. But then that energy gets frozen when it's not processed, when it's not addressed. Depression is a trauma adaptation because it goes play dead. Right. And, and, and then it, if not addressed, it becomes a persistent um, symptom. And they, they really, these symptoms, um, there's such a wide spectrum of them. Some, well, any stress-related condition, when we um, think about stress and chronic stress, stress is a response to trauma. And when it's chronic, it's something that creates this hypervigilance and being constantly, the mind is racing, the body is on high alert, adrenaline is pumping. So a lot of high-achieving women end up having conditions like adrenal fatigue mm -hmm. um, or the thyroid gets blown out, autoimmune. And emotionally, emotionally, there's this feeling of, well, subconsciously, it's the feeling of not being safe, but it shows up in different ways in having a short fuse, irritability with your children or with, with your or partner, getting into arguments or stonewalling. These are all ways to seek safety. Mm -hmm. Addictions to Netflix, shopping, work, drink, food. These are ways to find safety and comfort. But yeah. what is creating that unsafety in the first place? I trail that back to trauma. And the evidence that I have for that is the results that uh, my clients and myself have achieved by working through trauma. Those symptoms resolve, even after years and years of being in therapy and not seeing any results. Yeah. Wow. I, I honestly, like I resonate so much with this message and really a lot of the same conclusions that you have come to, um, you know, through the work that I had to do on myself and my clients, it's really, mm. really similar where it was like, okay, it's, it's not the food that you're eating. Okay. It's yeah. not the thoughts that you're thinking. It goes deeper. It goes deeper. Yes. It goes deeper. And once you actually get to the root cause, it is the most life-changing thing. It is. I love the word life-changing. My clients use that a lot. And that's certainly the life that I'm living now, Kelly, my, myself, like my three years ago self, for example, or mm -hmm. forget about it, even a year ago, um, because the work continues, right? They yeah. couldn't have imagined that I could, um, that there could be so much love in my life, so much fulfillment that I could reach so far with my business, my work in the world, that I could speak to big audiences on stages. I come from humble beginnings in terms of uh, my inner state. I had incapacitating anxiety. Mm -hmm. I had two major depressive episodes which made me a candidate for a lifelong antidepressants. So for me to experience that now, something that I, I, I honestly, I would have never imagined or believed that was possible for me. I just thought that I was broken. I was one of those people who would just never get better. Mm -hmm. And having spent years in therapy, certainly, certainly was confirming that because I was seeing no, no results. It wasn't until I got to experience mind body spirit work the, the work that actually reaches into the body into the nervous system and reprocesses trauma that's what changed everything for me 
Yeah. So what is something that if, you know, somebody were to come to you and they're like, okay, I'm experiencing these symptoms of the anxiety, the depression, and they're wanting to get to this root cause trauma. Do you have an example of something that you would do with them Mm. to start them on this journey? Yeah, absolutely. And it really depends on where the person is. We also begin right where we are. And I do have a five-step system that I walk people through. That's mm. a, it's a result of 20 years of my own exploration and finding out what works the fastest, the best. And um, if that is helpful, I'll be happy to share that in an abbreviated version. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so I call my system the jailbreak uh, system because I use the metaphor of the invisible in the prison. That is the trauma inherited and experience that is holding us back. And in this system, the first step is waking up in prison, is really realizing that all these walls, the invisible walls that you've been running into when you wanted more intimacy with your partner, uh, you wanted to actually experience arousal and orgasms, or you wanted to ask for the raise, or you wanted to take your company to the next level, or whatever that mm-hmm. is, that you you were being short, uh, stopped short of, of that. That is not your fault, and that is not your failing, and that is not a part of your personality, mm-hmm. uh, and that is not a part of who you are at all. These walls are made out of the trauma that you inherited, uh, the trauma for women is the trauma of oppression, but there, it's one one common denominator for us. But there's a whole lot of other generational trauma, or other kinds, and and personal as well. And when we begin to really recognize that, the outcome of this first step is <sighs> that deep relief. Finally, that's what I hear from women all the time. Finally, understanding for the first time that there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. And that's really, really big. Sometimes that alone um, is powerful. And I hope our listeners are getting, we because we are on that first step together right now. So I hope that for our listeners, it is impactful and it is liberating and relieving to know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the step, second step, we meet uh, the prison guards. These are trauma adaptations that have been keeping us safe. The only way, though, they knew how to keep us safe is to keep us within that invisible in the prison. And they manifest in different ways. And so in this step, we get to know every way in which they manifest in the mind, in the body, and in actions. In the mind, they show up as thoughts and stories about, oh, Anything self-defeating, right? This would never work. Um, who do I think I am? Uh, I don't have time for this. I don't have money for this. I can't afford this. Or other people are doing this better. Who would want to listen to me, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm, Sometimes, or in the body, uh, anything that would stop us dead in our tracks or slow us down significantly, like energy, um, trouble sleeping, uh, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and the conditions uh, that I, I've named before, the immune, hormonal imbalances, right? Uh, unwanted weight gain or unwanted weight loss um, is also connected to stress and therefore to trauma. 
And um, on the level of actions, it's uh, distractions. Um, uh, all of a sudden, you need to send that important email to a client, but all of a sudden you remember you need to make a pediatrician's appointment with your child. Oh, there's laundry to be sorted, right. et cetera. Um, addictive behaviors. Again, I, I don't see it as, oh my gosh, you got to stop doing that. You got to, you know, stop eating or stop drinking or stop Netflixing. But I see it as our attempt to stay safe. And so in the next step, we inquire about the role of these prison guards in keeping us safe and we convert mm. them from prison guards to bodyguards. And the way we do it, not by fighting them, but by recognizing, okay, you're keeping me safe, acknowledging, thanking them and investigating what is it that you're keeping me safe from? And we create embodied safety enough to then do deeper embodied healing. And what happens in this stage is that we reclaim a lot of time and energy that uh, my clients estimate that about 90% of the energy conservatively is spent in the dance with prison guards, like wow. trying to talk them in, themselves into doing things or overcoming the resistance from the body or um, battling distractions. It seems so like, oh yeah, that's just my normal day. But when you look at it through the lens of, okay, what prison guards are showing up, it's astonishing to see, oh my gosh, so much time and energy is in that just right. fighting an uphill battle. So we take it back and then we use it in the consequence step of doing deeper trauma healing work. I call it digging the tunnel to freedom. Mm. And we use mind, body, spirit tools to really move it out of the DNA, move it out of the energy field and reprocess the stuck experiences um, that we may not, not even remember, which is very cool. Right. Definitely not talk therapy. We don't even need to talk about them, but the body remembers. Mm -hmm. And then the final step, we emerge, we experience freedom, we savor it. And what we learn, we need to learn in that final step is how to live our lives outside the invisible in the prison. There are very few role models. <laughs> um, and uh, we have had very small capacity over the years of having been con contracted by trauma. We have little capacity to take in the good, to take in the pleasure, to take in the yes. abundance, monetary and uh, otherwise. And so that's also why I believe we see a lot of high achieving women coming out um, because they step they, they can they bypass the previous steps um, or maybe they work with prison guards but but by the way of outrunning them not by really you know using their wisdom to heal right and then they end up on the big arena there's a lot of you know they're doing good work but the impact the energy that is required to do that is frying their system their system is not prepared for that so right. that's why we use mind body tools to actually create an in increased capacity and endurance and so that we're able to receive more and give more oh yes i love that so much and i think mm -hmm. especially what's nice too is because you are um bridging the gap sort of between therapy and coaching mm -hmm. um, which is a place where I find myself as well, because it's not when I, you know, when I first started getting into coaching, so much of it is that focus on just reprogramming, just go straight forward, right? Mm -hmm. Like you want to change your life, 
set the goal, step into that new person and then boom, that's it. And why aren't you doing it? You know? And then it was like, well, gosh, it's, it's really, why is it so hard? Why does it have to feel so hard? What is resistance? You know, like we talk about so many people breaking through resistance and it's like, well, wait a second, why do I have that? And how can I actually just get rid of that? So I don't feel that resistance anymore. Mm -hmm. That's a very wise question. Why do I have that? Because everything is there for a reason. Our number one biological um, priority is survival. Safety first, always. If we try to override that, uh, we can break, we can change the mind, right? There's all that mindset work going on. Yeah, well, you, you can change the way you think. That's not that difficult to like mm-hmm. kind of reprogram that on that level. But the bio, biological um, priority remains to be safe. And if your subconscious still feels unsafe, and neuroscience, by the way, now understands how they have run study after study and discovered that almost 100% of our decisions are made in the subconscious. The conscious yeah. mind is kind of a joke. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's just formulating what and, and justifying what the subconscious already decided we got to do. Right. So if we just like blindsided by things, oh, self-sabotage, why am I doing this again? There is a reason for that. And like you said, let's find out the reason. And my my pet peeve with these approaches that uh, only work with the tip of the iceberg is that they inadvertently leave people feeling guilty and like people are failing because, yeah. well, you're supposed to be able to do that, right? Just follow these steps. And then the person is like, well, it's not working. Well, what's wrong with you? We're like back where we started. What's wrong with you? That's the, uh, the key patriarchal question to the woman. What's wrong right. with you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it's, and I do feel that, you know, like 99% of personal development is so rooted in that masculine sort of energy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a part of the conditioning where it's like, we don't even see it that way. We see it, you know, and, and then it's, you're buying the book and you're reading it and you're like, okay. And then you don't get the result and you're like, let me buy another book. Let me buy. And you yeah. have, you know, a hundred personal development books. You've taken mm-hmm. all of these courses and then you just give up because it's like, oh, I haven't, you know, it's just, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And that I totally me. Wow. And that's fascinating too, because you, so what do you think it was, I guess, because you had been doing this work mm-hmm. prior to this sort of self-discovery. Why do you think that you weren't doing the work on yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, the whole uh, patriarchal buy-in into, into this system psychology uh, training programs are very patriarchal as well. The way they talk about trauma is um, a life-threatening event. So I knew I had symptoms of trauma. I would talk to my therapists about my symptoms of trauma. Not one of them said, girl, you got trauma. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know to to see because the books were saying, well, it's a life-threatening event. I'm like, these were not exactly life-threatening when my dad would scream at me. He, He was volatile. I would feel scared. But, you know, I wasn't held at a gunpoint, right? Right. So why am I complaining? And so I didn't know where uh, to look there. I guess with my clients, it was easier. I I find it that um, it's easier for us to find compassion for others before we find compassion for ourselves. Yeah. So I could see with my clients the symptoms and I would see their experiences as even though I might have not used the word trauma, but wounding, 
amazing. And I would use the tools to help them heal those wounds. And then little by little, I, um, I got courage from the results I was seeing. And, and when I was writing my book, that's coming out soon, I took a bold stance to redefine trauma as any event or circumstance that made you feel unsafe in your fullest authentic expression mm-hmm. and uh, led to creating uh, trauma adaptations to keep you safe going forward. So, because, yeah, we need to rewrite those books. Like you said, there's so much uh, masculine, just like one way, one way of thinking. Even um, Warren Buffett, um, who happens to be a feminist, (laughs) uh, he, he would say, he said, I'm bullish on America because look at what this country has been able to accomplish to accomplish using only half of its talent through whatever stupid decisions we have put half of our talent on the sidelines. Smart people understand that. So we need to rewrite those books. And if they're not rewritten yet, uh, question, just question what is being fed to us. Is this really true for me? (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and I'm grateful that you're writing this book. And I'm also in the midst of writing a book myself, which is amazing. Which is similar about, you know, actually, no, before we reprogram, we've got we've to heal some stuff, right? We Wonderful. can't jump into this. So I love this. And I feel it was very serendipitous that I found you because I think when I first connected with you, you were speaking about this in context of um, maybe it was PCOS or um, endometriosis endometriosis, like some, Mm -hmm. some of the conditions that affect women's in their womb space. So do you find that, um, often that that is also linked to that patriarchal stress disorder? Mm. Uh, sadly, yes, sadly, there is just so much. Um, and if we look at, at the rise in, of numbers in the space of conditions that affect women specifically um, and women's reproductive systems and breast cancer and ovarian cancer and cysts and women having hysterectomies like that didn't used to be you know so and yeah a case could be made because our food is crap now because the, the environment is polluted yes all of it is true and also perhaps it's worth considering. We are living in constant, constant, constant nervous system activation because that trauma keeps get keeps getting triggered, and we're living lives that are seen to by our subconscious, by that uh, uh, by the traumatized parts, experienced as dangerous because we're in the public eye we are in positions of power we are making our own money we're choosing our own partners everything that a couple of generations ago that was not on the menu right so just acknowledging that we've been living in the patriarchy for thousands of years and we're literally the first generation um, that has unprecedented choices And our biology has not caught up with those choices. It is still screaming um, high alert, code red, code red, code red, and our body is experiencing the the fallout of that. So this is just something that um, it, it 
pains me to talk about that because it's just so unfair. They used to burn us witches at the stake. Right. And now they just hand us the torches. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's heavy incredible. and I don't, uh, yeah, it's heavy. And, uh, th- and thankfully, I don't want to leave on that uh, heavy mm-hmm. note. And thankfully, there is a way to resolve all of that for yourself and for generations to come. And some people would even say for generations before us, there are healing systems that take that view. Yeah, I def- and I'm, I'm one of those people that takes that view as well, that um, you know, by healing you now, you actually heal um, the generations prior. Because the work mm-hmm. is, if you're getting into like the DNA and you are doing the energy work, it's, you know, energy is not created or destroyed. So it's like, if you are the one doing the energy work, you are literally stopping generations and generations of ancestral trauma and affecting those that came before you, right? Um, which I think is all super fascinating and can get a, a little bit esoteric, mm-hmm. but it's also, it's practical in a sense, if you think about it, like, you know, the PCOS, the endometriosis, all these super common things that, you know, the health people do want to say it's all about health. And, you know, I started my own journey in holistic health because mm-hmm. I have PCOS and a hypothyroid, right? And for me, clearing those didn't happen when I got my diet super on point and had organic everything and toxic free household. What cleared those for me and how I have no symptoms now is actually working through the generational traumas and my own personal trauma. Good for you, Kelly. Wow. Thank Thank you for your work and for your own healing journey and for sharing about that. That is just so valuable. Because again, if we just take one approach and it doesn't work, it's so easy to give up. Right. Decide, okay, this is my destiny. I'm just going to take medication for the rest of my life. Right. And we think about that in terms of thyroid, you know, women are, gosh, this, I can't remember the statistics right now, but it's so much more common in women to have a hypothyroid than men. Yes. Right. So it's like, if it was just the food and if it was just, you know, the environment that we're living in, then wouldn't that be the same? Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't they be way more similar? It's like, no, yeah. there's something much deeper going on here. Yeah. And, and yeah, the point is not to be like, oh my gosh, like that I have all these issues because I'm a woman. It's, it's to take a stand now to say, okay, I understand this at the deeper level and I'm ready to be the woman. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to be the woman that's here to do this work. And I thank you for being a woman that's here to do this work because it's so refreshing. And I think you know, one of the greatest legacies to truly leave is really, you know, this message of healing on the deepest levels possible so that you can truly be free and like not feel like you have to fight anymore, right? Yeah, it's like one of my clients uses this metaphor of she's like, okay, it's it's an uphill battle regardless, right? When we're growing, we're uh, going higher, we have to walk up the mountain. But uh, oh, for a woman to walk up the mountain, she walks carrying bags of bricks. Mm. And so doing this work is like putting down the bags of bricks so that you can go and travel lightly and enjoy it. <laughs> right, right. So, and I would love to know too, so when you're working with women that are especially maybe like these high achieving women and they go through this trauma processing and then they are still 
you know, they're still largely in the patriarchal world. They're in the corporate structure. They're in these places that are very, you know, not conducive to the feminine embodiment. Like what, what tools do you give them to be able to get back to that place of like embodiment and back to the place of tapping into their feminine so that they are not, you know, constantly bombarded with the trauma? Like is... Mm -hmm. What are those kind of tools? Yeah, that, there are a lot of tools and I can share one with your audience right now because it's very um, easy to get. Mm -hmm. And it's a brief audio you can listen to. Um, and the practice itself takes three minutes or less. The audio is a little bit longer with the explanation of how it works, etc. cetera. Uh, if you go to drvalerie.com, very simple, D-R-V-A-L-E-R-I-E.com, I, you can download it and it's free and it's, uh, I call it the repower tool. Mm. And why I call it that is because a woman's power is in her presence, in her presence in her body. And what trauma does for us, whenever it's triggered, let's say, you know, um, you experienced your dad yelling at you when you were little and then your boss would raise her voice and you would be triggered and you wouldn't be in your body so mm. much you your your energy would go to the head the thoughts will start spinning or, or maybe there will be mental fog whatever anxiety reaction you're experiencing so to interrupt that in the moment and come back to the body um there is this tool that basically invites coaxes the energy back seduces the energy back into the body by sending a signal to the hind brain that sends those fight flight freeze responses that everything is safe that hind brain mm -hmm. by the way does not speak the language of the words so saying affirmations such as everything's okay i'm safe um it's not going to work, and oftentimes it has paradoxical if, or opposite effect um, because it creates cognitive dissonance. If your body is not feeling safe and you're saying, I'm safe, right? Yeah, your nervous system is only going to flare up more. So, this tool works directly with the nervous system through the experience, and it's very easy, and you can totally do it inconspicuously anywhere, anytime. That's the beauty of it, especially working with high achieving women. I know how we all like to multitask. You can totally right. multitask with this one. Oh, great. And we'll link that up in the show notes for anybody who wants to um, download that as well. I appreciate that, Kelly. And, and then the other part of your question that you didn't quite ask, but I want to briefly touch upon is the reentry into the patriarchal world. I also do work and my company is beginning to do more and more work with businesses and organizations mm. that pay attention to issues like, okay, so now we're hiring diverse talent, which includes women, includes women of color, includes LGBTQ people, all groups carrying cultural trauma and intergenerational trauma, many, many of us as well. We're hiring with some difficulty to hiring, but th there are issues with retention, there are issues with advancement. And those companies who are conscious of that, that diversity trainings are not quite cutting it deep enough. Um, people are still like, there's low morale, et cetera. There's still not, 
they're still not shining at the best of their ability. They mm -hmm. understand that they need to create a better cor corporate culture. So my company is now doing consulting as well, and we bring trainings to companies to understand how the subconscious of the company maybe acting against the company's best values and how to change that, which is fascinating work. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Okay, this, this is amazing. And I'm so excited um, for everybody who's receiving all of this right now because I know they're going to be so impacted. And I would like to be cognizant of time. So I want to ask you just a couple more questions. And one would really be, one is I want to know where everybody can find you and get all of the latest happenings and everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, DrValerie.com is where you also can uh, uh, hop on the mailing list. And um, I strive to deliver in my newsletter tips, um, practices, strategies, inspiring stories that can be genuinely useful. And um, yeah, that's, that's the best place to find me. I also read all of my email and I really, really appreciate it if after these interviews, um, people reach out to me to say, you know, to share something that touched them. So Valerie at drvalerie.com is my email. And I would love to hear from you personally. Don't be shy. Should be a message. Let's connect. Beautiful. And what are you most excited about right now, either in your life or business? Mm, well, uh, I just finished editing my book Amazing. and meeting with the, with the editor literally um, on, you know, a couple of days from now. And so that means that we are in the final, final stretch and the book will be born um, this coming fall. And that is the biggest excitement to start taking this message, birthing this baby and um, taking this message out into the world. And I am looking for people who would like to support this message in getting out in the world. So perhaps somebody listening right now is like, yeah, I want to read your book. I want to tell people about it by posting on social and sharing with my friends and family. So please reach out to me if that moves you. My book is called Patriarchy Stress Disorder, The Invisible in the Barrier to Women's Happiness and Fulfillment. Beautiful. Well, you can count me in on that promotion. I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kelly. I appreciate it. Yeah. And one last question for you. So you are on, you're walking out on this balcony and below you is all of the women, like your ideal clients, the people that need what you have, and you have time to just yell out like one sentence to them. What do you say? Mm, don't buy into the lies. Remember mm. who you are. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. I love this so much. Dr. Valerie, thank you so much for being here with us, taking the time to um, share all of your wisdom and knowledge with us. And I'm going to, um, like I said, the show notes will have all the links to your website and where people can find you. And ladies, if you are loving this message, do not forget to take a screenshot. Let me know that you're listening. Tag me on IG at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. And Dr. Valerie, do you have an Instagram? Yes, it's Dr. Valerie Rain. Uh, Rain is R-E-I-N. Beautiful. So tag Dr. Valerie Rain. Let us know, like, what do you love about this? And, um, you know, 
follow Dr. Val and catch up with her and all the latest happenings. Until next time, sisters, I love you and I'll speak to you soon. Hey sister, thank you so much for joining me today. If you know another woman that needs to hear this message, I ask that you please share it. And if you absolutely loved what you heard today, I would so appreciate if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes as it helps us to spread the message and grow the community. And that is our number one goal. So if you have not already, join us in the Woman Unleashed Collective on Facebook. This is a safe sisterhood to connect with like-minded women and get all the support you need in your journey to live life unleashed. Until next time, sisters, live life a little more boldly and create some magic.